Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1163, air date January 8th, 2022. Grant, I, I want you to meet Dr. Shiv. You know, Dr. Shiv blew our mind earlier. Dr. Shiv, do you want to jump off your mic real quick? Yeah, how are you doing, Grant? How are you doing, guys? Hey, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Talk. Well, heard a lot about you. Okay. Well, thank you for the previous uh, speaker because I wanted to, uh, what I thought I'd do is, Nelson, give a little bit of a background, which will put all of this in context. But let me just give you a brief um, background on myself. You know, I'm a MIT trained systems biologist, a systems immunologist, a uh, bunch of degrees from MIT. But I've been very, very fascinated with the intersection of medicine and computing most of my life. I grew up originally in India. India, some of you may know, has a caste system. So we were considered the lower caste of India. You won't find a lot of Indians like me in the United States. So it's been a different journey. So I was very, very politicized since I was a young kid to understand why there were these inequities. But I also grew up in a deep South Indian village as a child where my grandmother was a traditional healer. Some of you may know there's ancient systems of Indian medicine. My grandmother, who had no degrees, practiced that. And I saw her heal people on a regular basis. Uh, basis using these ancient systems of medicine. So I was motivated by a deep desire to understand political systems in the world, why there were injustice, but also medicine. So by the time I was 14, when I came to the United States, came here in 1970, and I started working full-time as a 14-year-old in a medical school. I'd gone to NYU when I was 14. I was doing research on medicine, trying to understand why babies were dying in their sleep, Wrote, did some of the earliest research on that, published. But while I was at that medical school, and you can read about this, I also created the first email system. We're not talking about text messaging, but the, uh, the inbox, outbox folders, I converted that to the electronic version, named it email, and before I came to MIT, in fact, got the United States first copyright recognizing me as the official inventor of email. And you guys can go read about this very interesting story because it went into the Smithsonian in 2012, and it created a very, very interesting, unfortunate controversy when there wasn't one. And we'll come back to that. But anyway, my journey was always about medicine and science. Now, in 2003, something fascinating occurred in the world. Um, you may know that the Genome Project began in 1993 with a very, very um, reductionist understanding of the body. You know, the idea was that in 1993, when we started to map out the human genome, a worm had about 25,000 genes. So, so the biologist said, wow, a human being is so much more complex. Uh, we must have like a million genes. So when the genome project started, the estimate was around 500,000 to a million genes that we had. By the time the genome project ended in two... In Dr. Shiv, I, I think you're breaking up. Guys, is he breaking up or am I breaking up? No, I, he's good. I, I, I can hear him. Oh, he, he's good? Okay, okay, it's probably me. Dr. Shiv, please Sorry about go that. ahead. Yeah, Sorry by the time that. the genome project ended in 2003 guess how many genes we had nelson just take a guess 700 million nope we Go had, ahead. we had 20 20,000 so the human being has the same number of genes as a worm now this shook biology because biologists are live in little silos if you think about how they do a bunch of experiments they don't really talk to each other the incentive in academic research is one guy gets his grant he hides all of his research because he's got to publish, publish, publish to get his next grant money and to make his next 
you know, win the Nobel Prize. So there's really not a lot of collaboration. So biologists just study little pieces. So the idea was that, you know, there must be all these genes. It turns out we only have 20,000 genes, the same as a worm. So this flipped biology on its head in 2003. So it brought in this notion of systems biology, saying, hey, it's not the genes, because if a worm has 20,000 genes and I got 20,000 genes, what makes me more complex? So the genes give rise to proteins, right, through transcription and translation. Those proteins feed back on themselves and they communicate and you create these things called molecular pathways, all these very wonderful chemical reactions. So in 2003, I had been running a company. I did my second uh, stint with email, uh, created a company to automatically analyze email for the White House, and we grew that. And my advisor at MIT said, Shiva, you got to come back, finish your PhD. And he said, because this is an opportunity to integrate computing and medicine again. And so the idea was, imagine if you could mathematically model the whole human cell. And this gets back to the previous speaker. We could eliminate the need for animal testing. In fact, even the NIH and the FDA know that most of this animal testing stuff is really not necessary, it doesn't statistically even match what ha happens in the human body. So I came back to MIT in 2003 and, the, guy, and the, the notion was, could you mathematically model all the chemical reactions in the whole cell? What was seen as a grand challenge by the National Science Foundation. Spent the next five years doing that and that was a creation of a tool called Cytosolve. Cytosolve now has been used to, we, we're doing what my original dream was. We're going through all the natural medicines in nature. We're figuring out what combinations work. It's a very powerful technology. Well, I naively thought pharma would want to use this because let me tell you how the pharmaceutical model works. Pharma does the following. Pharma finds a single compound in nature called a synthetic compound. They spend about two to three years. Some guy at MIT finds a compound He'll raise 40, 50 million dollars. He'll get a bunch of, uh, he'll get a lab. He'll put cancer cells or some virus, whatever you want. He'll drop that compound in. Oh, it kills it or not. If it does kill it, then they'll go kill a bunch of animals, you know, in the next phase, six years later. And then if they prove that it doesn't kill too many animals, then they'll get what's called an IND allowance to go to the FDA. If they get that allowance, which takes them a couple of years, then they do phase one, phase two, phase three testing. That process takes around 13 years, $5 billion. And that entire pharmaceutical game has been failing. It's been miserably failing. And if you look over the last 20, if you look over the last 10 years, Pfizer's revenue went from 2007, around 65 billion to 2020 um, to around 45 billion. They've been, they've lost around 25 billion in top line revenue. And no one wants to talk about this. In fact, the entire freaking pharmaceutical industry is built on a medieval model of doing this bullshit process of in vitro, in vivo, killing a bunch of animals, phase one, phase two, phase three. It's all a rigged stock market game. So this is why the pharma companies, a big elephant in the room is pharma needed vaccines. So, you know, as a biologist, as an activist, and I'll talk about that, you hear all this bullshit, well, this is in vaccines and graphite and graphene. Well, let me tell you what the real issue is. Pharma was losing money. Go look at Pfizer's revenue again, $25 billion loss. The vaccine, right when the vaccine came out, look at Pfizer's revenue, they go from 45 billion to 80 billion in 2021, and now they're at 100 billion. So why am I sharing this with you? Because we have to start taking a very deliberate and grounded view at all of this, not this left-right shit, pro-vax, anti-vax stuff. Now, if you look 
at the whole notion of vaccines and you take a systems biology approach, you will find out the entire basis of vaccine development is based on a 1915 model of, of vaccine development. And by the way, in 2020, I was the first person to call out Fauci. March of 2020, we ran the Fire Fauci campaign. We got 100,000 signatures. Marla Maples got my letter to Trump. We told fucking Trump to get rid of this guy and he didn't do anything. And all these grifters, I'm sorry, Malone, uh, Robert Kennedy, all these guys were nowhere to be found because we were the new guys on the block and they did shit to help us. But it was our analysis of Fauci because I knew Fauci was not a biologist. He was a scam artist. And anyone who's a serious scientist knew this, but we ran the Fire Fauci campaign in 2020. Now, why do I say I came to that conclusion? Well, in 2019, I was invited, honored, it was a big honor, invited by the National Science Foundation to give the prestige lecture at Purdue, which is they choose one speaker um, to give the lecture on the immune system, on the modern science of the immune system. You see, in 1915, the science of the immune system was literally based on two boxes, box one and box two. Box one is the innate immune system, you know, the early stage immune system. When you first start feeling the cough, um, it's your first early stage uh, immune cells which tell you to take out that virus. It's nonspecific. If it fails that, then your body turns on the adaptive immune system, which creates memory, which are called the antibodies, right? Well, that two box model of the immune system is built in 1915. So the notion of a vaccine is, okay, we're going to inject you with something so your body generates these antibodies. All right. If you look over the last hundred and some odd years, 115 years of research, my PhD work was on another part of the immune system known as the interferon system, which is a very fascinating system. It's another part of the immune system which sits between the innate and the adaptive, another box. Then we now know we have the microbiome, nearly 380 trillion, right? Uh, uh, bacteria and viruses in our body, in our gut, which are amazing that we don't fully understand. That intersects with the microbiome. It, I'm sorry, the, the, the interferon system, the innate and the adaptive, and we have the gut-brain axis. So at Purdue, this is in November of 2019, I present the new model of the immune system. And I said, look at the complexity of this. I said, the concept of giving everyone a jab, everyone the same medicine, you know, uh, everyone getting the same, makes no sense. In fact, the NIH was putting forward this concept called the right medicine for the right person at the right time. So no one in that community of serious engineers and scientists, left or right, had any problem with that. Of course, you'd be a fucking idiot to say everyone should get the same medicine. January is when the so-called pandemic comes. And I saw this nonsense and I put out a tweet. You guys can go see it. It said this, quote unquote, pandemic fear mongering will be used to destroy economy, economies, suppress dissent, and destroy health. That went viral on the internet. And we ran the Fire Fauci campaign. We prepared a protocol. And I got a call from the White House, one of the senior most economic advisors. And he said, Dr. Shiva, I saw your video on the immune system. Can you please do more videos? Trump is not listening to us. We're going to destroy this fucking economy. He's following Fauci. So if you guys go back, I probably did two to three videos, endless nights while working at, as a scientist in our emerging company, Cytosol, just for public service. One, one uh, thing I did was on vitamin D3. I think it got 50 million views. We purely showed that vitamin D3 is particularly important for people of color, right? We need more vitamin D3. 
vitamin D3 produces catholicine and antimicrobial proteins, which literally blow up the cell wall of viruses. Uh, eventually, I did talk to Trump's office, but these guys didn't listen. What ended up happening was had people followed what I said in 2020. In fact, I wrote out a protocol. I said, there's no reason to, there's no reason at all to do the lockdown. Take one part of the economy who are extremely, the you know, immunocompromised. They should potentially get a very different treatment than the people who are highly, you know, normal. Vitamin D3, we put, that, we put a whole protocol together. And I know we saved many, many people's lives out of that. But the bottom line is all of this was out there in 2020. And a lot of the people that came out were 2021. And if I drew an axis for everyone right now, what I call delayed truth. And if you look at the delayed truth and you draw an axis of how much revenue was made from 2020 to the end of 2021, you'll see a beautiful exponential hockey stick curve. Well, when do all these grifters come out complaining about Fauci in late 2021? And I would argue the following with you, and there's some a very interesting, a friend of mine just sent me this very, very interesting Guardian report where there's an MI6 intelligence guy. He says, you know, we don't give a fuck about censorship. Hey, doctor, doctor, real quick. What, what do you mean by the grifters? Let me talk about grifters are people who came too little too late, Grant. Okay. Like Robert F. Grifting. What, what are they? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm talking about like Robert F. Kennedy and Malone. Okay. We didn't see these uh -huh. guys in 2020. Coming in 2021, writing a book on Fauci after all the damage has been done and saying, watch me, watch me. And all of these people knew about us, Grant. In January, we ran one of the most powerful protests in New Jersey to stop the vaccine mandates. And they were saying, oh, Dr. Shiva, don't upset the Democrats because we need to negotiate with them. So what I see, Grant, is you have the anti-vax and pro-vax people, and they're both running a fucking racket. The bottom line is we need to educate whether you're left or right, pro or anti, there is something called the immune system. And the immune system is a very complex system. And it's, the, it's not about everyone getting the same medicine. It's not, frankly, pro or anti-vax. It's about the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Now, Grant, you got to understand something. At that time, in 2020, guess what? I was running for office. I had run against Elizabeth Warren, and we ran as Republicans in Massachusetts. While all of this is going on, running my company, I decided to run as a Republican for office. And in the midst of all this, in September of 2020, we had 3,000 volunteers on the ground in a Republican primary, raised $2 million. You couldn't leave Massachusetts without seeing a Dr. Shiva sign grant. We were everywhere, 20,000 lawn signs, 15,000 bumper stickers. And on September of 2020, the word on the street was Dr. Shiva is going to win by a landslide. Guess what happens, Grant? We win in the only hand-counted paper ballot county called Franklin County by 10 points. And every other county, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, 60 I never thought election fraud took place in this country. And I had to put on my hat as an engineer. And what I discovered was in those machine-counted counties, they, when a ballot goes and a ballot image is created... And that ballot image is supposed to be preserved for 22 months. So I go to the Secretary of State. We file a FOIA on September 9th. And we said, we want those ballot images. They say, oh, we deleted them. And I submitted my actual FOIA on September 24th to 25th. In a series of email interactions between me and the Secretary of State, they admit they deleted the ballot images, but they don't have to do anything. They don't have to follow federal law. Well, I had close to 300,000, 400,000 Twitter followers. I put up those four emails alerting the people of the world, Massachusetts, the United States, 
that the, the government had violated federal law. And I had moved our campaign grant to a write-in campaign. So within 36 days left in our campaign, I'm still running as a U.S. Senate bona fide candidate. When I put those four emails out criticizing the government, I get, de I get thrown off Twitter. So I go into federal court. No lawyer wanted to take this. I had to represent myself against three Harvard lawyers from the government. And in those courtroom, federal courtroom proceedings, what emerges is me and the judge cross-examine the Secretary of State office, and we find out that there is a backroom portal, a portal called the Twitter Partner Support Portal, originally created in England. And this portal was used, the judge asked, why did you Why did you throw off Dr. Shiva? Well, he was saying something we didn't like. What did you do? Oh, we have a special VIP portal. And he goes, what do you mean a VIP portal? It, portal. It's called a partner support portal. And he goes, what did you do? He goes, we reported him. And what happened? He was thrown off. His tweets were deleted. How did you feel? We felt relieved. Now, just think about what I'm saying. This is not Twitter files, some content moderation. This is the grossest violation of the First Amendment. A U.S. Senate candidate who is criticizing the government, political speech was thrown off. Now, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, that should have alerted you. We sent all of this to Tucker Carlson, all of this to Glenn Greenwald, and these fuckers didn't do anything. And let me, it gets even worse. After this occurred, the judge listening to all of this, he goes, maybe I'm 72 years old and I'm sitting under the portrait of Louis Brandeis, but he goes, we live in the United States. And he goes, didn't you ever think about just combating his speech with your speech? Anyway, the judge is appalled. He gives us an, a preliminary injunction order. Any one of you know what a PI is, a TRO? They're very hard to get. He, he tells the Secretary of State, you will no longer contact Twitter. And if you have a problem with Dr. Shiva until the election's over, you will tweet against him. Election's over. I'm back on Twitter on November 4th after. So we didn't get on Twitter. We lost millions of dollars in raising money and getting our word out there. Get on Twitter on November 4th. Between November 4th to February 2nd, I'm tweeting away. Guess what, Grant, on February 2nd, once again, I share those four emails and this time I'm deplatformed. We go back into court. The judge orders Twitter into the case. Three lawyers from Wilmer and Hale, the three lawyers from the government and one lawyer from the National Association of State Election Directors. So it's me now against seven lawyers on May 25th. Again, no lawyer wanted to take this case. I didn't see Tom Fitton there, no one. And all of these guys knew about it. The night before that case, I'm, I have to get ready for my opening testimony. And I find, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is this Twitter partner support portal? I find a document on a server in England showing that, the, that Twitter had created this portal so the government officials, parliamentarians in Britain could spy and surveillance on British citizens. Then it was tested in 2018 in India, Taiwan, and New Zealand, and it was bought to the United States. When it was brought here at Harvard Belfer School, Twitter Legal, the government of Massachusetts, CISA, DHS, the Pentagon, everyone got together and they created what are called playbooks, which I found. Two very powerful documents, which lay out, Grant, a actual how-to manual under what conditions you will blacklist a U.S. citizen called an influence operator, how you will track them the first time, like I was tracked on September 25th, how you will continue to observe hey, them. Doctor. Real quick, yep. uh, I, I, I want to I wanna 
I, I can't stay much longer, and and I'm just fascinated by what you're saying. I'd love to I'd love to get a full interview with you at some point, and and have it more like Q and A, so people can kind of track where you're at. Um, because it's fascinating, man. Yeah. So so Grant, I'll give you the, the net of it. We should definitely do that. The net of it was that. The, the, so when I found this and I presented it to the judge, we should do a, this needs to get out there because we try to get it to all these grifters like master grifter Tucker Carlson. And that's why I call him that. I'm so pissed with these people because we were in the trenches fighting Grant and no one gave us air cover. So when I go into court. Yeah, but why, why, why are you taking on those guys? It distracts me when you well, do well, that. Well, I'm let like, me tell you why. Okay, well, who are you fighting? Let me tell you why, Grant. Okay. I'm just saying from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, we can a, talk from... about that. We can talk about movement building in a marketing standpoint, okay? We can have an offline discussion. Let me tell you why. And you'll see why. And you'll see. And, and I think you'll get it. So in that courtroom discussion, when I go into opening hearings, I said, look at, Judge, these are these playbooks. All of these people have been colluding against U.S. citizens. They actually have a manual. They actually have a portal. And in June, the Long Fuse report came out. And it details that I was one of six super spreaders, Trump and six other people. They have chapters on me. I was blacklisted. What emerges out of that is a censorship network diagram, Grant. Who were the other people? You remember yeah, the other people? So Donald Trump, me, uh, Newsmax, uh, James O'Keefe, Breitbart, I forget the fifth one. And I, my tweets would, would have a you know, 30,000, 40,000 retweet rate. Because I would do small tweets and I would drive people to these long-form educational videos. Grant, they were very powerful. Okay, I didn't even know I was that was a technique. But the bottom line was, when we went into court, it's me against seven lawyers right now. And the judge All says, right. this lawsuit will be taught in every constitutional law class. The net of it is, fast forward to when Musk buys Twitter, October 28th. Suddenly, you know, I put out a post. I said, look, Elon, you need to look at this backroom portal. Intercept, and this is why you'll see why I'm bringing these people up. The Intercept drops this big news. Oh my God, we have discovered DHS leaks has this backroom portal. What's our lawsuit plagiarized, Grant? And fundamental in that lawsuit, they leave out this very important fact. When you look at the censorship diagram that we had figured out in courtroom testimony, the government had figured out a way to launder censorship through a nonprofit called the Center for Internet Security, which ran that backroom portal, which still exists at Twitter as we speak today. Guess who funded that Center for Internet Security? Pierre Omidyar, who is a funder of The Intercept. So here the Intercept guys are putting out the story, but they leave out this gaping hole. Now, I've talked to intelligence people since then. They said this is called a technique called the limited hangout. What is the limited hangout? You know there's a big story, which is our entire network that we discovered and they know dr shiva is going to keep at it so they put out a little story a little piece of it and boom tucker carlson interviews these guys puts them on there and this is why i'm pissed off at tucker tucker says wow this is amazing you know why would anyone have ignored a story like this you ignored it tucker why why did they amplify that story two years later glenn greenwald amplifies it and aclu does well aclu is also funded by pierre omidyar so my proposal to all of you is to consider that before we start bowing down to Elon or Tucker Carlson or Glenn Greenwald and thinking they're doing a service, we have to call a spade a spade. These people actually concealed our lawsuit, which shows 
the entire censorship infrastructure, which is still being used against every American. And they still continue to do this today. So when I I wrote a scathing thing on, frankly, Musk, I said, what the fuck are you doing? You know, you're where government ends, where Elon Musk begins, nobody knows. And then I get put back on Twitter, maybe to pacify me. But that backroom portal has still not been taken down. And it still exists. Clayton Morris on December 3rd asked Elon on his one of these Twitter spaces things, hey, Elon, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit exposes backroom portal. What are you going to do about it? Oh, uh, that sounds like Big Brother. I'll dig into it. What? What do you need to dig into? So uh, my position is Twitter's Section 230 immunity gives Twitter a 10x multiple on revenue because they have to maintain that portal. So all this Twitter file stuff sounds very interesting. But the fact that our lawsuit, which is the lawsuit of the century, has not been highlighted and that backroom portal and everything's coming out in dribbles when it should have come out in 2020, when we could have saved a lot of people's reputation lives, is what is disgraceful. That's where we're at. Fascinating. Where do you live? I live in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Hey, Dr. Shiv, do you consider yourself an election law expert? I consider myself a pro se lawyer. Let me tell you that the the head of Wilmer and Hale, the chief, the vice chairman, you can look her up. She she didn't she said my she did not believe. I I just asked you whether you considered yourself an expert in the area. Which area? Let me just tell you. I said election election law because you've made a lot of um, references to election fraud. I was just wondering your background. Well, I don't. You know. Let me tell you what I've learned from being in federal court. And you can go look at my briefs. The head of Wilmer and Harold said my briefs were so good. She thought I had a shadow banning lawyer. I can tell you I have yet to meet an election law lawyer who knows election law. OK, so I don't know what you mean by that. What I can tell you is that as a U.S. Senate candidate who's been in the trenches, I can tell you that you 52 U.S.C. 20701 is not being followed. That only requires ballots. No, it safe. is about Isn't that all correct? Inter- you no, no, no. That was actually uh, that uh, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Shiv claimed because Shiva, he has spoken Dr. in Arizona. Shiva. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, well, I let me fi- let me speak. finish my point. Well, basically, cl- I'm just trying to make it to clarify something. You you testified in the Arizona case about Tara. Um, I, so I, it, I, I can't hear you. So oh. I'm just going to move you down and bring you back up because I can't hear you. OK, Tara. Can everyone move else you down hear and bring me? you back okay. up well, really quickly? Well, but, Let um, me just finish what we did. You can't hear her. I wish I was you because I can't stand hearing her. Oh, Tara, right? 52 <laughs> USC 20701 was, uh, was passed by a Democrat majority, and it was to support audits. And it says that all records in connection with a federal election is supposed to be preserved for 22 months. When I was called into Arizona, I was asked to review ballot images And then I was asked to do a detailed analysis of signature verification, which was the only data that Mark Burnovich finally took up. So if you want to start having an argument about my work, let's do it. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying that I think that what you said in Arizona was not necessarily correct. And also what you said about the the images on the the ballots themselves, you didn't contact the company that makes the ballots, did you? No. What are you talking about? You don't even know what work I did. 
Uh, well, actually, I read. I just read about it. So well, that's let me all tell you. You're talking to the person who did the work. So let's. No, no, let no. Me... Can I? Do, I mean, I understand you're saying you're an expert and you invented. No, email and you did all these things, wait, and wait, I'm very wait, impressed. Wait, 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 sir, wait, wait, sir. Can wait, I just? You're, you're can I just? Very cursory remarks, and they are very insulting. So let's get into the details because you can get away with someone else like that, but not with me. I did the work. Can I? Can I actually? I believe that. Here, can you mute out? Can you mute out, please? Thank you. Go ahead, Dr. Shiva. If you want to talk about the work I did, you're talking to an engineer. And if you want to play your games and try to discredit me, you're going to have a serious problem. Okay? Let me tell you the work we did. First of all, in Massachusetts, the ballot images were deleted. And if you want to go have a discussion about that, you can write to the Secretary of State. They violated federal law. We wrote to Bill Barr, and that bastard didn't do anything. In Arizona, I was asked to do several tasks. The first stuff was to look at ballot images. And we frankly didn't find any major anomalies there. But when we did a detail, we did two clinical analysis of signature verification where we hired professional forensic signature examiners. And we showed that the curing rates were way off by 200,000. In fact, what we learned was in the 22 midterms, our advice was taken and they did better curing. So if you want to talk about my work, we can talk about it. But there were a bunch of left-wing attackers who tried to discredit my work, and we rebutted that, and you should go read all the rebuttals before can, you just make I just... some perfunctory, broad statements. Okay, I just read 52 U.S.C. 20701. It doesn't require, requires that all records in the possession of the person be saved. Basically, though, the ballots are, the, the ballots for 22 months, correct. The ballots all themselves... Records are saved, but there's no, 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 to do ballot images. No, the ballots no, are saved. No, 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 you're absolutely wrong. Uh, no, I'm yes, not wrong, no, what, sir. You're absolutely wrong. What gets counted when it goes through a machine? You don't even know how it works, do you? Uh, I don't know in Massachusetts no, in what the machine, system is. In any machine. Do you know how the machines work? But but the ballots themselves are saved. So no, it's suggesting that ballot images. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Terry. Hold on, Terry. One second, one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Doctor Chef, hold on, Doctor Chef. Yeah, let's give Terry a chance because we we had her stop so and not interrupt you. Sure, I'm sorry. So let's let her get it. Sorry about that. I'm just what I'm saying is I just think. Look, I listened to you before and I I thought you were very credible, etc. I listened to the sort of grievances you have now, and. I am somewhat disturbed by some of the virulence that you are showing as personally, but I understand that people get upset about things that happen in their lives. I read 52 USC 20701, and I don't think that it requires people to save ballot images. I will go more research about that. You seem to say that you have more information about that, but I don't think, based upon what I'm reading, that you are correct. I don't think that was ever tested in court. Did you bring that claim in court? That has been tested in multiple in Florida. Did you bring the claim? Yes, in we court, did bring sir. it in court. And what happened? We you want to know what happened? By the time we got yeah. to that, the judge wanted to simply put me back on Twitter and he wanted me to drop all claims against the government. Because what happened after May, it's a very interesting case, is that after we exposed all of this, the judge appointed me a constitutional lawyer. He goes, I have the authority to give you a constitutional lawyer to help you brief up your case even better so you can so if it goes to the appeals court because you wanted to give me a win but he said i want you to drop all other claims 
against the government. He wanted to put me back on Twitter and I would would be the first hero put back on Twitter. Well, so, sir, in essence, your claims were no. Dropped. Listen to what I'm saying. You dropped wait, wait, your wait, claims. Wait, wait. No, you dropped no, your claims. I didn't Here, that. D- d- that's he, what he No, did. I didn't. You're not listening. What happened was the judge wanted me to drop my claims, and I refused to do that. And he wanted to censor me and sealed my lawsuit. So this is not one some bullshit where I cave in. And the judge censored me, and he sealed our lawsuit first time Anyone can think of a civil lawsuit has been sealed because he wanted to completely hide the censorship network diagram. So what I did was I filed my lawsuit because I was going to be criminally prosecuted. I filed my lawsuit, the amended complaint with that one claim, and then I walked away because I did not want to be unprincipled and get back on Twitter and let the government get away. So know who you're talking to, okay? One hundred percent that doctor and if you want to go and if there are a lot of lefties here let me just finish one thing nelson there are a lot of lefties here you probably think i'm more lefty there's a picture of me burning the south african flag on the steps of mit because i fought against apartheid mit's investment i was the first guy to run the biggest you know protest against the u.s war in iraq i organized food service workers so lefties if you're on here you probably don't know what to do with me because shit he sounds like a lefty but i'm not left or right I came from nothing, and I will stand by principle. So I could have been the first guy on Twitter, but I didn't want to do that because this country's First Amendment has been destroyed. There is no First Amendment in this country right now because of these portals that exist between government and big tech. Dr. Steve, what what have you spent in legal fees? (laughs) Grant, I did it on my own, man. We raised, people gave us money. I wrote all my briefs, Grant, every fucking thing. Go look at my briefs on winbackfreedom.com. I don't trust lawyers. They suck. When we brought the lawyer in, he wanted me to drop all the claims. Of course. They all suck, man. Yeah, Especially they when you get to something like this. They wanted me the, to the cut a deal. On your side. And that's what Alex Berenson did. Alex Berenson cut a fucking deal. Yeah. The ones on your side, sometimes they're more dangerous exactly. than the ones that's on the what other it, side. That's what it happened. The judge became a honeypot. He was very nice. Gives me a lawyer who, by the way, ends up fi- being the lawyer for Dershowitz, getting him off the Epstein case, I found out. All right. So I've learned enough. And man, let me ask you, let me ask you, are you as good a friend as you are an enemy? Because <laughs> you sound like you'd be a vicious enemy. Let me I tell you him. who I stand for, Grant. I never forgot where I came from. My grandparents were barefooted. And those people in New Jersey, those people who taught me how to landscape, and those are my people. By all regard, I should have gone to MIT and I should have been a house fucking slave. Okay? And I refuse to do that. So when you try to say about my work, it's done with excellence. Go ask the vice chairman of Hilmer, Wilmer and Hale. So no one's going to rip up my work. And I did invent the first email system. And if you don't like it, we can talk about that too. Yeah, well, that's crazy, man. So what would be the title of the room? What room? (laughs) The room we're going to do. What's the headline? The headliner should be, I don't know, man, freedom. First Amendment Amendment no longer exists. For First Amendment, no holes barred. The First Amendment has been destroyed in this country. Elon Musk 
cannot be trusted to uphold the First Amendment. Also, these grifters running the Twitter files. They're not getting to the essence of it. They're talking about content moderation, and they're not talking about the fact this backroom portal exists, and government and Twitter have an unholy alliance. And that still exists. I don't think people I don't think people realize, Dr. Shiva, I've been following you and your case from the very beginning, like from right on the heels of your can of your candidacy in Massachusetts. And I can't believe I'm actually, you know, getting to to speak to you because I've just admired the the work that you've done and how uh uh how you've defended uh the First Amendment. I mean I and I don't think and Grant, you know, you. I think you have to uh, somehow articulate that Dr. Shiva really is kind of the the ground zero of a U.S. citizen uh, uh, being the victim of the government using social media to censor and silence a candidate while for U.S. running Senate. for office, I mean, Jeff. It's yeah, it's it is crazy. the craziest it's thing. Just... So I want to slap the shit out of Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, all these people. They know about our lawsuit, Grant. They don't want to cover it. You know why? Because I'm not left or right. Because I they're gonna lose their views. It's really uh, it's fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. We were fighting in the trenches. I mean, running my company, running for office, and doing a federal lawsuit with no legal support from anyone and on top of it so what do you do what do you do for for to live i mean what's your career now well i sold a company i've made money uh you know cytosolve is a company that i run which is a company that is revolutionizing medicine we can model molecular pathways on the computer we can eliminate the need for animal testing and we should talk about that offline but, you know, I, I create separate from creating the first email system. I created a technology to automatically analyze email for the White House and uh, built one of the largest automatic inbound email companies. Uh, when, when did you create email? When I was 1978. Inbox. God damn, I'm still Jonathan up there. Still hadn't learned. Yeah, we're not use. talking about text. <laughs> if, you, if anyone's over the age of 40, everyone remembers. If you went into an organization, remember that there was someone called a secretary, always a woman. She had the inbox, the outbox, the folders. Remember the the typewriter? She'd write the carbon paper. When I was in that small medical college in Newark, and by the way, anyone, I want to put this out there, there's a lot of people get really upset when they see a brown immigrant kid in Newark, New Jersey, inventing email before he came to MIT. That really bugs them for some reason. But that's where it happened. In a small medical college, as a 14-year-old kid, I used to stay up until 2 in the morning. I was asked to convert the entire inner office mail system, which the dweebs at the ARPANET guys thought it was impossible. And I have the records for that. And I converted that entire system grant to the electronic version and 50,000 lines of code, named it email, a term I created because the operating system gave five characters. When I came to MIT, I was elected student body president, went to the president of MIT's home, Paul Gray, and he said, you know, it really sucks the Supreme Court is not recognizing software patents. You should copyright it pursuant to the Copyright Act of 1980. I wrote away, filled it out, had to give all your code. It wasn't simply a C. And on August 30th, 1982, a 17-year-old American kid got the first United States copyright for email, recognizing me for the inventor of email. Now, I never spoke about this, Grant. I wasn't a marketer. But 33 years later, Time Magazine's technology editor, Doug Ameth, the only journalist to go through this, 
wrote an article, and you can look it up, said the man who invented email. No one had a problem with that. In fact, I used to be called Dr. Email at MIT when I ran Echo Mail. And then the Smithsonian on, on February 16th honored me, put all this material in. A young Washington Post writes, uh, reporter writes an article called Dr. Shiva Idre Honored as the Inventor of Email. And what you would think should be a powerful thing for the, you know, the reflection of the American dream, a liberal white elite historian goes apeshit because this was like a new skull was found in Africa. He had, they had ordained a little nerd who simply took 15 minutes of code and added text to the bottom of a file with the at symbol to be an email. That was not email. I created an email. When this went in, I was called a fraud, an asshole, a dick, a curry stained Indian who should be beaten and hanged. That's the kind of shit that came out, Grant. Gawker Media wow. called me all sorts of names. It took me four years to find Charles Harder. I sued them in federal court, drove Gawker into bankruptcy, got a million bucks, and all those three defamatory articles were removed. And, and still to this day, the shit on Wikipedia is fucked up. But I, yes, I invented email. Email was not invented by the military industrial academic complex. And what's really funny, Grant, was when I was at MIT, I was on the front page for inventing many things. And the liberals sure loved it because they saw this darkie who's a model minority. But when I said I invented email before MIT in Newark, New Jersey, that's what the liberal elites don't like. So I've been through my fights, man. And but yeah. I hate the fact the well, fucking I'm First Amendment is destroyed in this country. I'm going to reach out to you and we'll set up a time yeah. to do it. But anyway, getting back to vaccines, Fauci should have been out of there in 2020. And all these people should have said something in 2020, Grant. And that's why I believe there's something called delay. I think worse than censorship is delayed truth. And I think this is how the establishment works. They want people to delay truth. So when you delay truth, they make money. And then the grifters come across and they get to make money. It's a dynamic that the establishment has created. So they create false heroes. But anyway, the main thing I want to let you guys know is, you know, we have a movement called Truth, Freedom and Health. We're, we're training people now on how to think beyond left and right. And I sure want to reach out to whether you're left or right. America cannot think left and right anymore in 2022 or 2023. We got to be able to look at problems as systems problems. There are real election systems issues. But Mike Lindell is not talking about them. Mike Lindell wants to sell fucking pillows. There are serious election systems issues on signature verification still. There are still issues on the on chain of custody, and they need to be addressed. And as long as the left and right are involved, they're not going to address anything. So if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, you'll see the movement that we're building based on system science. If you go to winbackfreedom.com, I encourage you, you'll see the entire lawsuit there that's been up for two and a half years. It is truly the lawsuit of the century. And I'm not trying to sell you anything here. I'm trying to tell you that this country deserves the First Amendment to truly be secured. And it's not happening from Twitter files. It's going to happen from us bottoms up by looking at the fact that the censorship infrastructures are being set up and we need to dismantle them. Dr. Shiva, yeah. the more you talk, the more I'm with you in this fight. And I'm pretty sure the same goes for pretty much 90 plus percent of people in this room right now. And, you know, that that's why I'm really glad that you came in here and Grant actually got to hear this because it's one thing telling somebody something and it's another thing somebody's seen it for themselves. 
right? I mean, you, you th- th- this message needs to be amplified on the highest level possible. And the more you talk, I really do believe people would join you in that fight. Well, I think a thousand. I think percent. Nelson, what's been happening is, I call it the grifter establishment collusion does not want the story out there because it'll break the left-right bullshit. Because this, what we've been doing, whether it be the election system stuff or the the immune system stuff, or it, it goes at the heart of fundamental science and the actual grounded truth. And that's going to bring this country together. Because And it'll expose the left people and the right people who are making money off, you know, manipulating Americans. And that's got to end. Look, I, I supported Trump for a while and I figured out the biggest grifter he was. OK, so we have an opportunity now when you take a systems approach to really get to the heart of this. And that's what we need to do. And I'm telling all of you this desperately from someone who really loves this country. When I got off the plane when I was seven years old, I've never seen snow. I walked off the plane. I didn't have any clothes. Or, you know, we had shorts on. And a young family took us to the, um, what is it, the Salvation Army to get us clothes. And my, I asked my dad, why did we come here? He said, one word, freedom. The First Amendment and what America was built on was no one else ever created a country like this. It was a grand experiment that every individual would have the opportunity to express their views, bottoms up, decentralized. And all these social media platforms are way too fucking centralized. Twitter, Google, and now they have a connection, direct portal connection to government. And we need to break that up. We need to bust this left-right bullshit. We need to call out these grifters who are making money on vax or anti-vax or election systems or that. So I really, really hope you guys recognize that it's our duty right now to do this, but we got to break this left-right bullshit. And you know, I'll share with you all the science I know, you know, but we've created a movement called Truth, Freedom, Health, independent of the left or the right. And that's, I think, why we don't get covered, Nelson, because we're not in one of these, you know, we're not in the old white boys club or all the old brown boys club or the old grifter club or the old Republican club. 100%. Man, Dr. Shiva. Oh, my God, brother. You have open my mind jesus lord i mean ladies and gentlemen if if this has blown your mind just as much as it has done to me hit that chat feature at the bottom right corner right now and say it say it in there right now make sure you tag me dr shiv jonathan grant tag tag us and let us know what you think this has probably been the best space that i've attended so far during my short time here on twitter spaces dr shiva i Jesus Lord. Well, we need to think oh about Jesus God. too, you know? <laughs> I'm saying, Dr. Shiv, don't tell me you got something on Jesus no, too. No, I love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ was an ultimate. <laughs> no, Christ was an awesome, everything. I, I've been a great student of Christ. He, you know, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he whipped those guys in the, you know, the, it, those in the temples and he did it multiple times. And a lot of Christians don't want to talk about that, you know? He connected heaven and earth. His life was unified. It wasn't like he was living one life here and another life elsewhere. So I think we really, really need to think about the real life of Christ, what he really meant. And I think it will all bring us back to our own divinity and our own humanity. And I really, 
And that's what this country is about. This country is about us connecting with our creator, removing all the barriers to entry. And that's why the First Amendment is so central to this. Without the First Amendment, we're fucked. And we're fucked right now. Because the grifters are not covering what needs to be covered. Purposefully, they're con and the concealment of our lawsuit is one of the most disgraceful things. 100%. 100%. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not following Dr. Shiva right now, I encourage you to scroll your phone all the way to the top and give Dr. Shiva a follow immediately. Immediately. Okay, I'm pretty sure this is not going to be the last space. I'm pretty sure Grant's going to be setting something up with Dr. Shiv as well. So we're going to definitely hear more in a more structured interview format. So, guys, make sure you're following Dr. Shiva. Make sure you're following myself, Grant, Jonathan Mays. Hit the bell notification so you get alerts when we do these rooms because, God damn, Dr. Shiva, I'm speechless, man. I, I don't even know what to say. Are the details of your lawsuit, uh, are they still sealed? Or No, can, so that, what like, I did was I did an end run around the judge. He tried to seal my lawsuit, and he forced me to file an amended complaint with only one claim. So I filed the one claim, but I put everything in there. So you see the diagram, everything's there. And then I walked away because I didn't want to give him the – basically, these guys wanted to toast their martinis and Martha's Vineyard. said, ah, we put this darkie back on the Internet. We protected the First Amendment. But they did not want me to go after the government. Fuck that. By the way, I've started the lawsuit filing against DHS and CISA, and you'll hear more about that. These bastards need to be taken down. Also, Dr. Shiva, I apologize about our friend, Tira. You know, she and Jonathan, there are resident lefties. Well, they can be you lefties, know, so, so, but I can hit the you left. Know. <laughs> but the left needs to be hit from the left. The left doesn't even That's do a left. Fact. And the right doesn't That's do right anymore. That's the problem. And the left and the right hit the left hits the left hits the right from the left and the right hits the left from the right. The problem is the right needs to be hit from the right because they don't follow the words of Christ and the left doesn't care a damn about working people. One hundred percent. You know, but we got love for her as well. That that's our yep. that's our older sister, but she she's crazy. Bob <laughs> well, Kendall. We love anyone, man. Bob But they gotta do you know, they gotta do they got to do what's right and not just talk. They got to walk the walk. I'm reading some of these comments in my mentions right now. Bob Kendall said, wow, holy shit. His mind is blown. Bob, Bob's mind is blown. Somebody else said, Dr. Shiver, legendary. This man has just ex exposed everything. I mean, somebody said, wow, this is insane. Somebody said, let him drop one more bomb about vaccines. Somebody said Dr. Shiva is the goat. No blue cap, no cap. <laughs> oh my God. Dr. Shiva, man, you're you're blowing everybody's mind. I mean, this this definitely needs to be amplified to a much greater audience. And I'm just looking forward to this get really getting out there, you know, to to the masses' eyes, right? I, I'm really looking forward to it. And hopefully, you know, there's no government intervention, you know in regards to preventing that from happening. Right, but even if they do, we gotta fight it. But anyway, thank you for the opportunity, Nelson, and to everyone. I've been, um, it's been a long day for me. I've been up since 5 a.m. So I gotta go get something to eat, but it's been a pleasure here. Is there any other questions or comments, Nelson?
I have a comment. Yeah. I have a comment. I just I, like so. Thank you for your. I, it's almost like this pit bull energy that I absolutely loved, especially just kind of you know hands down. You're putting truth above the narrative. Like there is it, the whole ping ponging back and forth. You're absolutely correct. If it's if it's either um, vaxxed or unvaxxed, or if you're um, left or right, or I mean, there's always two filters and if you're what you're trying to drive doesn't fit in either one it won't get covered but we have to make it covered i think with the um six degrees of separation especially with grant kind of being involved in nelson and i mean i really do look forward to the partnership and to see where we can take this i i've been a truth seeker you know since day one i mean i get clowned a lot and whatever and it's all it's all good i'm used to it but it's nice to have somebody that is just like 1000% toes, 10 toes down about truth. Um, I think, you know, that's, well, Mace, that's very what's, powerful. what's interesting so is you. after I did the early one, some guy called me and he wanted me not to say stuff against Bobby Kennedy. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he said, Oh, everyone on here is a bunch of grifters. So I don't know the problem with me or the problem with where I'm at is we don't owe anything to anyone. Right. So we built our own movement. So the, interesting challenge here is going to be as we go to these six, six degrees of separation how many people have shit on their hands that what i'm sharing will be too volatile you see what i'm saying that will be the interesting test yeah because our people yeah well so i i think that they were the heroes before you so this is the thing right like everybody looks at elon right now like oh he's created this space where we have free speech he's exposing this so you know there's going to be that contention like oh he's against elon oh he's against you know and and i don't think it's i don't think it's going to last long ultimately because what you're going to be doing is giving anyone an opportunity that's going to be down for this movement to at least come through and be 10 toes down i don't think that you know you and i don't know but I'm assuming if, you know, Elon were to address this backdoor issue or if he was to give this attention and people did show that they were on board, that's really all you care about is the truth. You're not. Right. I mean, look, the, the backdoor it, issue is you know? very simple. Section 230 immunity was given to designate a certain type of company to be a platform designation. Does everyone know this difference, platform and publisher and an economic level? A publisher gets a 2x uh, multiple on revenue. A platform gets a 10x multiple on revenue. Let me give you an example. The New York Times, Wall Street, and Silicon Valley have deemed to be a publisher. Why? Right. Because they have major liability. Because the reporters who write for the New York Times, when they write for them and they write something defamatory, let's say against you, Mays, you can sue the New York Times, right? So if they make $5 billion in revenue, They've decided that the multiple on revenue, if the New York Times wanted to sell itself tomorrow, the value of that company would be two times revenue, which is a $10 billion company. Got it? Someone has decided 2x is a multiple of revenue. Guess what the multiple of revenue for Twitter is or any platform company like Airbnb, um, you know, Yelp, right? Because if you wrote something negative on Yelp against, let's say, Nelson restaurant, um, Nelson can't sue Yelp. He can try to sue you, okay? So these platform companies cannot be sued. They get Section 230 oh. immunity. You got it? It's very, very subtle. Yes, yes. So, but in return for that Section 230 immunity, they get a 10x multiple on revenue. New York Times makes $5 billion in revenue. They're worth $10 billion, $10 billion. Twitter makes $5 billion in revenue. Guess what they're worth, Maze? They're worth $50 billion.
Now, they're going to have to sell a pound of flesh to government, which you and I don't know all the backroom deals that take place. Okay, uh, uh, Google CEO, do you want to keep your Section 230 immunity? Hey, either give me money on the back end lobbying some deal, or I may re remove it if you don't give me that backroom portal. That is a conversation that has not been had, Mays. What is the deal that has been made with the devil to maintain their Section 230 immunity? All of the people who've invested in Twitter are the same Silicon Valley guys who, you know, give to all of these um, politicians, right? Money through PACs. And I'm sure this backroom portal, someone is making money off of it. So in all of this discussion, where is a discourse on the clearinghouse? If you guys go to winbackfreedom.com, you'll see, scroll down, you'll see the censorship network diagram and everything is footnoted. It's almost a separate PhD thesis. The Murdochs uh, funded this. The Pierre Omidyar funded this. You'll see all the characters. It's not just DHS or FBI. It's Harvard. It's the Pentagon. Everything. And we put, put this out in 2020. So what the fuck is The Intercept doing? Oh, my God, DHS. Oh, my God, FBI. You're just releasing little pieces to fuck with people's minds. It's the entire infrastructure. Military, industrial, academic complex. Wow. And that and Twitter is on the if you look at that diagram, they're on the heel of it. They're not controlling anything. So what we have is that government and big tech companies have become one. But I architecturally showed this maze, the actual mechanics, the people. And that is where we're at. And we have to take our rose colored glasses off and look at that diagram. And what we will realize is Dr. Shiva, doesn't it go back to uh like the DOD's work with Twitter and Facebook during the Arab Spring. All of that. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. So what happened was, if you read the, I think the fifth paragraph in my lawsuit, the United States government, when CISA was created, Trump, by the way, signed it into law. When CISA was created, the goal was, okay, we're going to protect the United States from foreign interference. Okay. Foreign interference. So and, and so if so, the United States has a right to censor and surveil foreigners, right? Because we don't want people coming into our, you know, communications airspace. However, what they realized was, hey, we want to use this infrastructure to surveil and censor U.S. citizens. So what they realized was that in order to fill in the gap and it's in the long fuse report in those words that they needed to create non-governmental entities. So government is here. They want to silence a U.S. Senate candidate. If they did it directly, that would be what? Violation of the First Amendment. So they created the Center for Internet Security, which houses ISAC. ISAC is a clearinghouse. So when the government wanted to take me off, they sent that request into ISAC. ISAC runs the portal, the clearinghouse. They did it. It's called laundering of censorship. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and we fucking exposed this in 2020. Sent it to the little dweeb Glenn Greenwald who wants to be the big Pulitzer guy, he didn't do shit. And when Intercept released, it goes, oh my God, oh my God, you guys are fucking part of the intelligence network. You're not fooling me. That's what we have to wake up to. All of these people who get mainstream media attention, I'm convinced, why do you get amplification? And our lawsuit didn't, it's black and white. Because you don't, you want to release news when it's convenient for you. It's called delayed truth. That's what that MI6 guy was saying. 
So then you get to release the truth. You get all the views. You get to be seen as a fake hero. You get to win the Pulitzer. And everyone thinks, oh, my God, Glenn Greenwald, Tucker Carlson, they're doing great work. And by the way, the ACLU never talked about our lawsuit. We wrote to them. They knew about it. But they amplified the intercepts, plagiarized work of our stuff. You know who funds the ACLU? Pierre Omidyar. We got to get our, we got to all get wise and street smart. We got to get Newark street smart where I come from, you know, or New Jersey street smart. Oh yeah. And you know, bro, what? this the is, this is nuts. Like and just real quick, us. just real quick, Maze, before you jump in for all the reporters in the room, because I know we have a few reporters in here. I mean, this is a hell of a story. Yeah. Right? You, my question At least is you guys put, have the balls to cover this. I, 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 I would I, love I, to I see them at least reporter want to do real journalism. The conspiracy theorists do journalism and the investigative journalists support conspiracies. That's what's going on. That's a fact. You know, I highly encourage all the reporters in here right now to at least put a story together and see what your editor says. See if they see if they say, OK, it's cool. And then all of a sudden give you a yeah, call. They'll, they'll like, start okay, the story out publish in this, this very fucked up racist way. The purported inventor of email, the conspiracy theorist. Forget I have four degrees from MIT. Forget I won. That's what they do. Fuckers. Well, I'm 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 hoping that the the nice reporters yeah, well, in here. Well, I hope do they that. do. I hope they do. But I'm not counting on Nelson. We we we're building our independent movement. We rely on everyday working people, and that's what we got to do, man. We cannot rely on false gods anymore and wait for you know whatever Zeus to come from the clouds and save us. The shit has gotten too bad for that. We got to do it ourselves. And that's what, you know, I just did a three-hour meeting. We we trained people on system science. We're building bottoms-up communities. And we got to, you know, go back to ourselves. People work for a living. We can't rely on billionaires who are tied to the government to save us. Why would we do that? 100%. be stupid. 100%. You know? In the meantime, though, Dr. Shiv, I know Steve Kirsch reached out yeah. to you via dms he sent you a cell he's trying to make some very key introductions for yeah. you so if you could just check your dms for steve curse he sent you a cell phone just give him a call tomorrow and um yeah he wanted me to tell okay. you that i just and Nelson, i put up in the jumbotron uh or the nest whatever you call it up there a link to dr shiva's uh site so everyone can uh, share that or you know go to the site yeah, yourself yeah, two, two links and... you should put is win back freedom which is the problem we put out there. And you go through the whole thing and then you'll see truthfreedomhealth.com. And I think people got to really stop being unselfish Americans. I see all the conservative grifters, frankly, as selfish anti-Americans. They didn't want to cover our lawsuit in 2020 because they're afraid they'll lose their views. That's selfishness. And they're anti-American because this was about the First Amendment. So the so-called conservatives who so care about the First Amendment and flag wave <laughs> they didn't cover our lawsuit. They're such... It's the only thing I can see. Two years later, you're Dr. shocked Shiva. and you're awed. Oh, my God. I mean, I could show you Tucker's stuff. I can't believe this was ignored. You got an email, Tucker, in October 10th, 2020, and then October 30th, and then our May 27th. Yeah, am I going to attack no, that guy? Yeah, crazy. he was friends with Hunter Biden, okay? I don't give a fuck about Tucker Carlson. Yo, this is crazy, bro. Woo! God damn. Seriously, man. We got to stop, stop bowing Bob down just... to false gods. <laughs>
Bob just said, Nelson, this is complete insanity. Everybody in America needs to hear this shit. I'm telling you, Bob, I couldn't agree with you more. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. And everything's everything's documented and everything's factual. And we can bring Tucker here too. ask him to come here. Let's ask Glenn Green. And that's the craziest part about it, bro. That's the craziest part about it. Let's ask ACLU to show up. Supposed defenders. This is insane. This is insane, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, but real quick, Dr. Shiva, if you could tweet those links, just post a tweet. That way I can pin it to the top of the page. And while we're at it, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pointing you up to the, the links up top. So we've got a room with Jonathan in the morning. Um, not I, can, I don't know what time it is, but the link's up top. Make sure you click that link and you set a it's reminder. 12 noon, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. 12 noon, because, I mean, set a reminder, you know, that we're, we're new to Twitter spaces. We're big on Clubhouse, but we're transitioning to spaces, and we're bringing you infotainment. Tonight, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, hit that link right now. Set a reminder while Dr. Shiva tweets the links to his sites. That way, I can well, put I it can up just top send you. I can you just send you the see. links right now. Okay. Okay, send it to me, okay. and I'll tweet yeah. it right now. Yeah. Let's do it. So, God, Jonathan, Lord, yeah, he, dropped, he dropped a lot. Dropped Whoa. a lot. Um, I, you know, and some of the things he said, uh, it was believable. Some of the other things, you know, yeah, but 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 he's I I I feel his story, Nelson. I feel his passion, and I, I feel that he was wronged. So uh, you know, I'm always gonna fight for the uh, the, the underdog. That's just me. Um, Terry may have something to add, but um, I, I definitely feel the story, bro. I de- definitely. I feel I everything about that story, story. and. I mean, listen, man. Like I said, Doctor Shiva, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, brother. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Everything yeah. I've said is backed by actual fact. Everything backed by facts. Absolutely. Yeah. You no, know, that's Dr. Shiva, that's yeah, the Dr. heavy Shiva, part about it. Doctor Shiva, I'm gonna tell you something. The passion that you had in your voice. You know, we 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 talk to a lot of people. You know, uh, you know, most people they they're lucky if they talk to ten to twenty people a day. We Nelson and I we talk to tens of thousands, or thousands a day. Okay. Uh, and, and so, you know, that is uh, one thing we do is read people very well. And, and I felt your passion and the sincerity in, in your story. So uh, and uh, what you said, you, you didn't go after the left. You didn't go after the right. You know, you went after them all. <laughs> you, were, you, you know, uh, you know, exclusively you went after them both and you called them all both on their shit. So, you know, I can't do nothing but respect you for doing that, man. And I'm, I'm from New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey myself. Well, maybe, so, yeah, well, uh, truth, truth is going to come out of Jersey. That's what truth is going to come out of because New Jersey people are very down to earth and real. And, you know, and that's what's got to come from. We got to just go back to very raw street smart reality. Okay. All this big, highly flutin bullshit, you know, everyone trying to be nice and trying to do business deals and trying to cover their ass. That's what's degenerating everything. We got to just go back to absolute truth and reality and facts. And I've said, one second, one second, hold on, Tara. Yeah. One second. Uh, whenever you see a space open between uh, with Grant, myself, Nelson, you know, uh, jump in, man. Uh, we, you're always a welcome guest on our stage. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Nelson. let me know when you guys want to do the larger thing because this lawsuit stuff has got to get out there in a profound way. Otherwise, it's a, it's a serious injustice. I mean, we're going to do it on our own, but uh, 
let's let's follow. I, oh I, no! I sent you, oh no! I sent no, you three, no. I already, I sent I already you three Grant. Links, um, just now. Yeah, I'm posting okay. them right now. I already sent Grant your cell, and he said tonight that he'll be in touch. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he'll give you a call at some can, point can to put I that together. Can I ask a question? And it's it's not actually antagonistic. Who is this? I, I think. Uh, hi, Tara. How are you? Tara. I think. Sec hi. How are you? I think Section 230 is interesting. I think the reason it was, I understand what you're saying, but one of the differences between newspaper publishers and, um, you know, internet people is that they cannot control who is using their platform and people don't want them to control right. that, in fact, whereas newspaper publishers do hire reporters and they have a certain level of control, which would be why there might be a yes, difference, but right? Yeah, they, there's how, a carve out that they did. So, so what, I guess what... What I wanted yep. to ask you though is, so what's the answer? Because I think most people on the stage don't really understand the problem. Well, I understand what you're saying about the backdoor stuff. Let's not go there. What what I'm asking is, if you get rid of 230, I'm and not against everybody. Of, I'm not for getting rid of 230. I... Oh, okay. That's because I think that's what people. No, are no, no. I, I don't think we should get rid of. No, no. I think there's some. No, 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 no. Okay. Look, I again, I'm not left or right. I think 230. The spirit of 230 was really to support what they called the vibrancy of the internet. So there's some good things there. I don't think we should throw the baby out with the bathwater, Tira. What I am I know, and I guess, like I said, I don't think no people understand, but if you were to get rid of 230, what that would probably mean is you're getting rid of a lot of the internet. Because yeah, you would. That doesn't make sense. Would, would basically, the, uh, p uh, content provide people who own these platforms would say, I can't take exactly. the risk exactly. of having well, this stuff out They can't take the there. risk, yeah. and that's why their valuations would drop also. But what needs to be done is you maintain Section 230, but it, you have to discuss the portal. These non-governmental entities, this collusion between government a la non-governmental entities, sh it should be absolutely illegal. And I'm telling you what's going to happen right now. And here's my prediction. Right now, Elizabeth Warren and Lindsey Graham are getting together bipartisan bullshit. And this is very similar to what happened in 2000. Some of you may know in 2000, the government was wiretapping U.S. citizens. You remember this? Through telecommunications companies. And then when a lawsuit was filed, I think in late 2000 or, or uh, 2010s in that period, guess what they did? Congress, through lobby efforts, because they all got paid off, wrote laws to retroactively immunize the telco companies. Right now, that backroom portal, what occurred to me is absolutely illegal. And I will guarantee you right now when Elon Musk says, I will not do anything against the law or beyond the law, he's waiting for the fucking law. So Elizabeth Warren and Lindsey Graham, this is my prediction, are going to write a law to immunize the backroom portals. That's my prediction. That's what's going to happen. They've done this before. Good stuff. Dr. Yeah. Chef, thank you so much, man. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Uh, like I said, uh, you give you give me a lot to think about, uh, and um, you know he better have. Yeah, I was ready to slice and dice you, bro. I'm be honest, with you, I was ready to slice and dice you, but I found that you're a Jersey boy, and I found and I and I listened to you, man. And um, so uh, absolutely, man. So uh, I'm following you. Uh, make sure that I that uh, <clears throat> uh, whenever you pop up in these spaces uh, anywhere else, I I'll certainly be there as well. Uh, good to have you here. And thank Guys, you for real by. quick, I, I want to point you up to the top. So I just added Dr. Shiva's links to the top. So just scroll all the way to the top to the links and just swipe right. So it's going to be the first three, I believe. And you're going to see those links over there. So guys, hit those links and um, definitely, definitely get in tone with what Dr. Shiva 
has going who on. Who was the person, right by now. the way, Nelson but, was um, talking about the animal testing? That who was that? Lindsay. That was Lindsay. Yeah. Let me Let bring her Lindsay up. Lindsay know that if she's interested, I'll put a link up to Cytosol. And we're a company that's basically eliminating the need for animal testing. I just put that up. There's this link. Unfortunately, there's no picture. But if Lindsay wants to... So you guys don't yeah. test on humans? <laughs> I sent you a DM, Dr. Shiva, too. With okay, great. Because I wanted yeah. to talk to you more as well. And I'd love to interview you on our show and Clubhouse All right. as well. And a couple others. All right, everyone. Uh, be well. Dr. Shiva, it was a pleasure, man. Appreciate you. Ladies Thanks and gentlemen, well. Dr. Shiva. Have a good night. Bye bye. Appreciate you, brother. Lord bye have bye. mercy, Thanks, man. Thanks for the opportunity. Be well. Bye bye. One hundred percent. I mean, wow. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not retweeting this space right now, like share this space. Let people play these replays and really just dive into what just happened in this room right now from Doctor Shiva. This blew my mind. I mean, this literally blew my mind. Nelson, this content is so good that I probably am going to play the replay in a clubhouse room later. Oh, I'm 100 like, percent playing the replays as well. Right? Th this is this wow. is this is crazy. This is beyond insane. You understand what I'm saying? I just I just have to say that Do Dr. Shiva. I was like I heard him at first. I was like, wait a minute, who is this guy? All right, I hear his passion. Oh, he's an engineer. To let you know, I, I come from the engineering world, uh, the big tech world, right? Um, I'm in other spaces across some of what you guys do out here. Um, but I will say this: he's a Twitter files before Twitter files is Twitter files. You know what I mean? Before one hundred percent, bro. What? He's literally yeah, yeah, patriot, and that's amazing. And and he's he he was actually asking to become the CEO of uh, Twitter to Elon on. There's some news, news stories out there about that. He was doing it on Twitter when Elon was saying when he steps down, uh, who do I want to bring in or who, who could come in, that kind of thing, right? Who wants to step up? Um, he was actually pushing for that. I, I, I would say he'd be great. I would definitely vote for the guy. That's all I'm going to say. I would definitely vote for the guy. I would love to work for the guy if I ever got the chance, um, whether volunteer or, you know, other capacity. Um, not trying to quit my day job, but I'm just saying, yeah, I, I stand behind the guy. The way he handled uh, – Tira, the resident lawyer here, was very good. So, anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, I, I had to put an immediate muzzle on Tira immediately. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> yes, so notice how Nelson doesn't want anyone on stage challenging somebody, so he threw me down. Oh, God, definitely, it, definitely right? not Dr. Shiva. Absolutely. Uh -huh. That's, a, Listen, that's, an, not, that's an American patriot. No, I, I, that, that's I, an American I appreciate patriot. his expertise You in will science. not be challenged on uh, my stage. Respectfully. He, respectfully, Nelson, everybody should be challenged. Respectfully. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. Not a true American patriot. I'm sorry. No. Oh, you, you, want, you want the echo chamber? No, okay, no, no, well, no, no. Once again, not a true American patriot. By the way, this is the one person. I mean, Terry, you've been in our clubhouse rooms. We've, we've dominated clubhouse for a year and a half. Well over three and a half million people. Right? We've had people from all, all, all walks of life. From the low end to the mid end to the high end to the ultra wealthy, right? I have never, ever in my life or throughout the time that we've been on Clubhouse come across somebody like this before. Ever. I think ever. He's, it's he's, the first time in my life, I swear to God. And huh. I'm pretty sure it's the same for Jonathan because his mouth was shut the entire time, which, which, is, <laughs> yeah, which, which is the first time I've ever seen that as well. 
Right. So absolutely not. No way, Jose. No way I was going to let you do that. Absolutely not. But he's look, he's not an expert in election law. His election law cases didn't go anywhere. He did testify in Arizona. You're not an expert in election law. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to say is there is an area that I know more about than I would know about some of his other areas. I'm not going to challenge him on science or anything like that. But in the one area I know more, more Tara, about. Please, please don't spoil these replays, please. Please <laughs> no, don't. We, we can do this not, later. I thought he was just, not just, just not in these replays. Oh, I, I don't God. want you to piss off all the listeners. You know what I mean? I don't want you to make some more. Listen, I don't want you to get death threats. Right? I, I want to piss off the listeners, man, because guess what? This is not a safe no, no, space. No, no, no. no we, can, we, can do that. We, we, no, we can do that tomorrow. Listen, I do not want to spoil my Dr. Shiva vibe right now. I'm literally going to have the best sleep. Listen, I'm about to have the best sleep of my life, and I'll be damned if I let you or your goddamn right-hand Cody Tara spoil my goddamn night. You understand what I'm saying, Mr. That's fact. You understand what I'm saying? So please put a muzzle on the both of you immediately. Right now. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it felt like you kind of saved her. I was a little worried for Tara. You know what I'm saying? I was like, look, I mean, I know she's definitely. Okay, uh, well, Tara's going to be able to respond to that. Tara's going to be able to respond to that since you guys uh, actually you know quiet. But I was saying it in a good her... way because, you no, know, I know. Maze, look, when somebody gets thrown down, that normally means that somebody else is scared of what they might say. I, I was scared would... for oh, you. No. Yeah. No, I was scared for you, so I did you the favor. You know what I mean? Right. No, you know, like I said, this I I do, however, very much appreciate a lot of what he said. He's a super smart person, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, Nelson, can I ask you? No, but, but you know what? But, if but all jokes, but all jokes aside, here you, yeah. you got to admit that is one hell of a guy. Yeah, yeah, but if you're that smart, you would hire a, a lawyer who knew about election law to bring I mean, the lawsuit, frankly. But you heard him. He doesn't trust them. I mean, Yeah, he, I understand, like, but he also lost his lawsuits. Think about it that Nelson. way. He, 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 no, that's, 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 that's not how it happened. And I'm, I'm not going to let you taint exactly. the room with that bullshit. No, 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 no. Terry, Terry, just mute out, please. Nelson, Thank how did, go, how go did ahead. you, um, how did he come to the stage yesterday how did this come to be um dr shiva i follow for many 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 years I, I absolutely love him in 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 regards to what he represents i have followed his COVID protocol since COVID started and have yet to catch COVID, but just admire him for so many reasons but how did he come to find this this uh this room this space um so earlier today we were in um jonathan's uh 12 p.m room uh we were all in there just the whole crew and um yeah, he just came on stage. Wow. And, you know, listen, I, I mean, he literally just came on stage and he just started dropping bomb after bomb all within like 15, 20 minutes because he, he had something to do. Right. And I was like, Jesus, Lord. So he blew me away in there. And, you know, I told him, hey, Dr. Shiv, we got to connect. We got to amplify this thing. And, you know, we exchanged phone numbers and he texted me at, at, I think, nine something that he was done with his session. And I asked him to come in because Grant was in as well and everybody was in. And, you know, it was the perfect time for him to come in. And he came in and he just did what he did right now. Great job, And Tara, you need to look up uh, Cosmider versus Whitney, New York case that ruled that ballot images are public record and as such are required to be retained for 22 months. And I think you started to challenge him on that, but you didn't actually know 
whether or not a case had been tried, uh, and it was an appellate court that ruled that ballot images are public record. And this, is, and this is why I love I'm Twitter, right? I think it's Jeff. I think it's Jeff. Can, no, 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 Terry, I think, I think you should yeah. research what he just told you to no, research I, I, first I actually wanted before to you jump off your mic. Again? Could you say it one more time, sir? Posmider versus Whitney. K-O-S-M-I-D-E-R versus Whitney. It's a case that began in 2016. Okay, thank you. you see, I, you, I can't believe you... See, you See, didn't know see, who he was, no. You see, this is this is Twitter spaces, Terry. You, you, you're not you're not gonna be the smartest person in the room anymore. How about that? You like that? I, I definitely like that. She never have was. I ever said Me I too. was the smartest person? No, in the but room you though? come in flexing your big wig lawyer hat, like I'm like you know, you shout out to Twitter spaces, man. Let's go. <laughs> yes. No, but on a serious note, man, I love the intelligence that a lot of you guys have here. On Twitter spaces. I mean, this is another reason why we've started hosting rooms here. I mean, there are a lot of intelligent people on this platform. And I'm definitely looking forward to riding with you guys as we continue to do these rooms, grow these rooms on this new platform. And, you know, I, I, I listen, I just hope that you guys are here for the ride.